the moment where I really thought I was going to die would have been about two days after leaving the area where the sapphires were supposed to be because we'd run out of all our water by this time. And then I just said, look, this is it. We have to go back to the lake. The, the main thing we need is water. You can't survive in this territory without water. From outside, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, an adventurer gets lost in the desert, but learns that things have a way of working out. After this. My name is Heather Ellis. I'm from Australia. I live in the Yarra Ranges and I'm a, a writer, an author and a motorcycle adventurer who travels through Africa and then from London to Hanoi along the Silk Road and through China. I think the attraction of Africa is the cradle of, of humanity because this is where we all came from. So to go to Sibloi National Park, I was in a town called Leongalani on the fringe of Lake Tukana. And the people there said to me, don't go alone. You need to take a guide because it's a very isolated desert area. Roads aren't well marked. They're very sandy. And if anything went wrong, nobody would be there to help me. So I hired a guide, but he said, I really want to go and look for these sapphires. It's a short 50-kilometre detour off this sandy track. So I said, oh, okay then. So I took about four days of food and lots of fuel. I could go like 450 kilometres. The whole trip was about uh, maybe 80 to 100 kilometres. Anyway, we took this detour to look for these sapphires and it was like an eight-day being lost in the desert. This is very hot country. You go through water very quickly. So I was like very concerned about the water. He kept telling me there was a road to get to Alia Bay in Sibloi National Park, which never existed. And then that next day we were running out of water and my motorcycle got bogged in the sand. And I just thought, I'm, I just can't go on. I can't do this anymore. It was just a state of sheer exhaustion and dehydration. When you lay down, you just, you, you're not really thinking about anything. You get to that point where you just don't want to do anything. You don't want to move. You don't want to en engage with thoughts or feelings. You just want to lay down and close your eyes and whatever happens, happens. I could not go any further. I just thought that this is it. You know, and I just said, leave me here, leave me here. But fortunately, my guide forced me to move and get to the lake. He really saved me and pushed me on to get up and walk to the lake. We had nothing left. We had no food left. We had no, not, not even tea or coffee or sugar or anything left. So it was just walking to the lake that night was like one foot in front of the other and it felt like we were walking for hours and hours. Now, this Lake Tikana is full of big saltwater crocodiles that grow to huge sizes, like six metres long, and apparently there's like 40,000 crocodiles in Lake Tikana. 
this is at night. I was so thirsty. I walked into the lake and just opened my mouth and drank and drank and drank. And my guide said to me, oh, you're going to get eaten by a crocodile. And I'm like, I don't care. This is what happens when you're just so thirsty. You know, to the extent that like your tongue is starting to swell up in your mouth, you're really getting dehydrated. So the next morning, this boat sails past in the distance and my guide came running over to me and said, there's, there's a boat, quick, quick, there's a boat. So they sailed past and landed further down the lake about oh, maybe a kilometre away. And then I ran as fast as I could through all this swampy area and there was a big swoosh in front of me, which was like a massive crocodile I'd nearly stepped on. So I kept running and running and running and I got to them because I was worried they were going to get on their boat and take off and we would be left. It wasn't like there was boats sailing past all the time. I got to the boat and, um, yeah, so then we get on to, over to the other side of the lake and I got onto my motorcycle and and off I went back to Nairobi. And, and like, for as I'm riding back to Nairobi, I'm thinking, you know, like, I nearly died. Like, what, what am I going to do? Am I going to go back home? What am I going to do? Am I going to continue my motorcycle journey across Africa? And it was just a split second and I thought, I'm not stopping this. I felt after surviving the desert and the crocodiles. I just felt I could survive anything and that did really change my life in a huge way. It changed my life about, you know, just, just giving you the courage and the confidence to know that things will work out. And in fact, that's kind of philosophy I lived by when I travelled and even today, that thing, things will work out. We worry too much about what may happen or may not happen. And from that moment, right throughout my journey you know like people will come to you that can help you with that idea or objects that might help you with that idea or situations or opportunities whether it's in your career or traveling or starting a business things always worked out for me I just had this sense of of trust and faith that like yesterday everything worked out today everything had worked out for me therefore tomorrow will work out Heather Ellis is an Australian journalist who has ridden her motorcycle on epic global adventures. She lives with AIDS and works for Positive Women Victoria, which is a support and advocacy group for women living with HIV. This story was produced by Lushik Lotus-Lee. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to OutsideOnline.com slash Daily Rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening. <laughs>